Bung bang. Welcome to the potty is brought to you by Bet with Joel. Bet with Joel is the best in sports betting advice. He sends you which bet to take, what bookmaker to take the bet at, how many units of your bankroll to bet on the bet, and why he thinks he's got the edge on the bookmaker. Now, this man has been, uh, you know, a career gambler, right? He was making so much money off the bookmakers, they blacklisted him. He can't place a bet. They only let him place like dollar bets on bullshit multis, dude. He's got to make, you know, he's, dude. So this man, this man, Joel, the man, he's filling our pockets up. He said, well, if I can't bet, I'm going to let everybody else in with the little secret. He does the research, sends it to your email, and you make the bets. You subscribe to whatever package you want. It goes bronze, silver, gold, black, global, AFL. There's all these packages. Go to betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty. Have a look at the packages. And once you decide on which one you want to buy, which one you want to subscribe to, enter promo code potty exclusive 50. That's potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week subscription. Bro, I'm telling you this. You, you subscribe to this service. This is... This is better than playing the stock market, bro. Oh, you wanna, oh, you wanna put ten thousand dollars into stocks and wait fifteen years for that shit to increase, so then you can get fifteen thousand dollars? Fuck that, bro. This is instant shit, and it's the weekend right now. We got footy, we got New Zealand NBL, that's basketball. We got, you know, local soccer, dude. This guy, this guy does the research for you, sends it to you, and you can. You can get some real fucking coin doing this shit. This is a supplementary income. What? That's a beautiful thing. Betwithjoel.com slash ref. That's R-E-F slash welcome to the potty. And to promo code potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week subscription. Welcome to the potty is also supported by Phoenix Fitness. That's FNX Fitness, dude. If you are looking a little bit soft body, dude, you're looking like... You know, a toddler molded you out of Play-Doh. You might need to get with Phoenix Fitness. Get your supplements right. Start putting the right stuff into your body instead of just Uber eating McDonald's all the fucking time during this coronavirus. Get your get your krill oil for your joints. Get that good shit, baby. You feel me? Phoenix Fitness. Link is in the episode description and also in the Welcome to the Potty bio on instagram phoenix fitness if you want to support welcome to the potty directly go to welcome to the potty.com slash store and get yourself a butter soft welcome to this potty unsourced t-shirt dude these shits are silky bro i wore one to bed the other night slipped right out i thought i was on a fucking water slide son you feel me welcome to the potty.com slash store buy yourself a welcome to the potty unsourced t-shirt uh, 5% of all proceeds actually go to charity. So think about that. Um, at this time, I'd say it will probably go to Black Lives Matter. Um, and we'll, you know, we change it up. We change it up every month. But at the moment, um, uh, July we're in, we'll do Black Lives Matter. How's that sound? All right, fuck it. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome, baby. Welcome, Welcome to the party. Welcome to the party, bung bang! It's your man Clay Tron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, cause I'm always dropping gems. AKA the milkman, cause I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PR of podcasting, the captain, the motherfucking Clay Sap Rocky of podcasting, bro. Yes, yes, I got my hair braided. I'm looking pretty. You know, pretty boy Flacco, bro. And I mean, I'm feeling, I'm feeling hot as a motherfucker in this studio right now. But I'll tell you this, it is, and I've said this before, sub-zero temperatures in here. And honestly, you know, you put all this money into the soundproofing and shit. But honestly, really, what you should be doing, uh, boss man, is getting some, some sort of heating system in here. Because it is, it is pretty fucked up, to be honest with you, and like, you know, we've got a guest coming on the show again next week. So we're just going to be in here with hard nipples and shit, you know, and like, you know, not, 
you know, not, you know, sexually, but, but like, uh, you know, me, me, meteorology or something, meteorologically, me, we, you know, weatherly, Jay Weatherall. Um, so yeah, we're going to be in here with a guest. It's cold. I feel hot. I look good, bruh. Switched up my braids. We're still not on YouTube because, um, you know, we're in quarantine. We don't have triple M over here fucking sorting everything out, but, um, it's all good. It's all good. Um, what else has been happening, dude? I'll tell you this, and this is a problem. My, uh, it's been raining. It's been raining a lot here in Adelaide and our driveway is like the back part is in the back part of our house, which is like an empty block of land, really. So it's all just dirt. And so it's all muddy. And if I get in and out of the car, I get mud on my boots. I get mud in the car. I get, I bring mud inside the house. So I stopped parking out there and I started parking on the road. I was on, I parked on the road for three days, bruh. And my neighbor reverses his fucking car into my car and takes off. That's called a hit and run. Okay. There's two types of hit and runs. There's you know, there's a hit and run where you can hit a person and get scared that you're going to jail and you you take off or you can, you know, you hit somebody's car and not leave a note. And that's what this fucking guy did, right? And um, it was in it was in the house number 90, right, on the street where Africans live. And I've seen these Africans and, hey, bruh, you know me, Black Lives Matter. I'm a black man. But I've seen these dudes drive. Dude, Ricey came to my house for dinner one time. And I answered the door. And as soon as I answered the door, we heard a bang. We both looked in the same direction. We had just seen these Africans reverse into a tree. And my car was across the road from their house. So I'm like, these fucking Africans, right? They did it, you know? Um, and I look on the ground underneath the, the ding in my car. And the, it's right in the mid, it's on the edge of a panel. So it actually has damaged two panels on my car and the rim. So I need, you know, they're going to have to replace two panels and repair the rim. And hopefully there's no axle or, you know, suspension damage. Cause that's where the, you know, that's where this fucking money starts going. But Hey, I didn't do it. Right. But at this stage, I haven't proven who did do it, but I look down on the ground underneath the ding in my car and there's two broken pieces of red plastic, uh, a tail light. Right. So I pick them up, put them in my pocket. I go to work. I tell my manager, I'm like, look, I'm not happy right now. I'm mad. All right. This is what's happened to me this morning. I cannot focus. I've got a meeting at 10. I'm going to go to it. And then the rest of the day, I'm going to have off. All right. So I go to my meeting. I come out of there. Bung, bung. You feel me? I get a fucking phone call. Client emergency. I'm making phone calls the whole fucking day, bro. So no, I didn't actually take half day, but in the middle of phone calls, I go across the street and I, I inspect these cars and I see this big fucking van with a bumper hanging down to the left. And what would you know? A broken tail light. I tell you, I snap some pictures, you know, iPhone, iPhone does that for you. I snap some pictures up. I knock on the door and some like Israeli answers the door who I've never seen before. I'm like, all right, well, I guess more people than just Africans live here. And I'm like, hey, whose van is that? Is it yours? He's like, no, but somebody that live here. Somebody live here. I was like, all right, go get him. He shuts the door in my face. All right, walks away. And I don't hear him call for nobody or whatever. And I'm like, what the fuck? And it's like, you know, a couple minutes go by. I'm like, what the fuck? And I hear the back door open. So I walk, I walk across the face of this house and I look down the side of the house and someone's peeping their head down the side and he sees me and he pops his head back. And I start, you know, I, I get BRM, you feel me? Blood red mad. And my, you know, my blood starts to boil, dude. And I start looking like a real, you know, lobster or something or crab or, you know, or, or, or baby chicken, you know, or egg. So I'm, I fucking, I yell out. I'm like, if you don't come out here, I'm coming in there, right? That's how mad I'm, I'm, I am at the moment, right? And this dude walks down. Dude, this is an old fat man with white hair, right? He's got to be, he's got to be at minimum 60, but like my mom's like 61 or 62 or something and looks probably 15 years younger than this dude. But this dude like, 
You know, the way he talked, he just didn't seem like he would be 75. Like, he could be late 50s and just looks like shit. You feel me? So, um, he looked like shit. His teeth were brown, crooked. He had white hair. He was fat. He had two chins, maybe three. I don't know, bro, but I wasn't feeling this dude. Because he comes out and goes, what's the, what's the problem? I was like, you know what the fucking problem is? I was like, is that your car? He's like, yeah, yeah, that's mine. I was like, well, you backed into my car and you left. That's a hit and run. And he's like, oh, I didn't back into anybody's car. And I was like, well, you did. There's a ding in my car. It was my car was in line with your driveway and your car's damaged on the back, motherfucker. You know, I've got pictures. of. I didn't say I've got pictures of it yet. And he's like, oh, no, no, I don't think that was me. I'm like, hey, listen. You can cooperate or you don't cooperate either way. This shit's getting dealt with by you. You understand? And I don't, I'm getting real. I'm, I'm starting to get real heated, right? He, he's like, oh, let's go, let's go have a look. All right? And he, we, we walk over to my car. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I thought, you know, and then he's, he just switches. He just admits it straight away. He's like, well, I thought it was one of the girl's friends and I knocked on her door and nobody answered. I was like, I don't give a fuck whose door you knocked on. You didn't knock on my door. You didn't leave a note. You took off, which means you didn't want to take responsibility. Now I'm here. And you are going to take responsibility. What are your insurance details? He's like, oh, we don't need to go through insurances. You know, they'll they'll panel beat that out. I was like, no one's panel beating my car. This shit is fucking aluminium. They can't beat it. They're going to have to replace the panels. And the rim's damaged as well. They're going to have to repair the rim. All right. So what are your fucking insurance details? He's like... Listen, I've got a friend. I was like, I don't give a fuck about your dodgy mates. They're not touching my car. I'm choosing who fixes it and your insurance fixes it. And if you don't have insurance, your wallet fixes it. All right. I'm getting, I'm getting real mad, right? I'm pointing in his face and shit. Like I probably could have got arrested. Maybe if, if, if someone called the cops, I was freaking out. Um, anyway, he finally gives me his name and number and he's like, oh, do you want, I'll just take a couple of pictures. Do you want to take any pictures of my car? I was like, I already did. He's like, oh, you already did. I was like, yeah, you were hiding in your house and you wouldn't come out. So yeah, I fucking took pictures. Right. Anyway, I go and get a quote for this shit. And the dude's like, oh, without the insurance information, I I don't, it's hard to say because, well, he gave me some reason about all insurers do it differently, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, they jack the prices up for insurance because they know it's an easy payday. That's what I think anyway. But so he goes, oh, two grand for the, the damage we can see. And if there's anything wrong with the, you know, the axle or the suspension, then it can then it can start getting up to, you know, five grand because they're, they're not going to repair it. They're just going to chuck it and order new parts. And I was like, good. I don't want a repaired car. I want brand new shit. It's a brand new fucking car, you know? Anyway, so I send this dude a text message and tell him, uh, you're looking at two to five grand, you know, uh, without insurance. And he's like, oh, that sounds a bit expensive. Yeah, bruh. It's a fucking car, dude. The fuck are you talking about? Yeah, you reversed into somebody else's car. You know, it's expensive. That's why you didn't leave a note, you fucking idiot. Yeah, it's going to be expensive. Anyway, he's like, oh, no, I think I'll go. I'll get a quote. I was like, go get 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 all the fucking quotes you want, bro. I'm choosing where the shit gets done, right? Anyway, uh, he's fine. He sent me his insurance information. So now I can go back to the place and get a, a insurance quote and sort this shit out. But, bro, so that's what my week sort of looked like. Then I'm, then I'm dealing with this fucking client, dude, which I won't say too much about because, you know, confidentiality and shit. But, dude. It, bro, it has been a week, man. Then yesterday, my fucking beautiful dog, my beautiful, beautiful dog put, uh, and it was my fault. I had my phone in reach. It was on the couch and I went, I went to go, I think I was heating up some lunch or or something, making a coffee, maybe. These details don't really matter, but I wasn't present, you know, and she, she starts using my fucking phone as a teething stick and and puts her tooth through the screen. She doesn't only crack the screen, but the screen doesn't work anymore. So I got to go, I got to go to my phone company and go get an upgrade. Luckily, I've only got three months left 
of payment on my uh, handset, so that's alright. But you know, I kind of wanted to wait till the next iPhone came out before I upgraded. But now I've just got the iPhone 11, which is the best that's available. But the new one's going to be available in a couple months, which is fucking you know. Now I'm going to be behind again, and that you know that you know that can hurt a man's feelings, but that's all right. Uh, what else, man? So I got a new phone. Uh, got all that shit. Got a new phone. Got a new Apple Watch. Got a new, got a new Bluetooth uh, AirPods. Got a new Bluetooth speaker. It, you know, it is what it is, man. When you, you get a lot of shit, sometimes, sometimes all of your fucking possessions get wrecked in one, one fucking week. Um, but hey, materialism is materialism. We don't, you know, fuck that. We don't worry about that too much. I, I mean, I say that, but then I go and buy nice things. You know, like a brand new car instead of a used car, like an idiot. Um. It's 4th of July today at the time that I'm filming this, but I'm canceling. You know, usually I make a 4th of July meal for the people that live in my house. I did it in America. Uh, no, I didn't. That was a lie because I believe I was still home during July. Um, but in Australia, I would always, so like at mum's house when I was living with mum, then I moved out, I was living with Richo and Rach and did 4th of July meals. You know, cornbread, talking about maybe... Um, mac and cheese, mm, mac and cheese, maybe things like fried chicken, these types of, you know, that type of deal. So I didn't, uh, I'm not going to do that today because America, America's not going to be America until, uh, they fix their fucking shit. You know, they've got to fix their shit. So I'm, I'm canceling 4th of July this year in, in my house. While everyone's canceling everyone, I'm going to cancel 4th of July in my fucking house. So that's another thing that's happening. What else? My dad got his prostate surgery. Um, the doctor says he got all of it and he's got nil concern um, at this stage. No chemo. No chemo, which is fucking dope. Uh, so... So yeah, basically dad's just, dad's a bit sore and still a bit groggy from the anesthetic. You know, that anesthetic's not good for your body, bro. You're not supposed to really go fully under like that too often in your life. And I've done it. I've done it a plethora of times. I've had tonsils out, uh, three knee surgeries, anything else? Um, I don't know if they put me under for grommets. Grommets is something to do with ears. Uh, I don't really know what that is, but I'll tell you this. I can't go too deep in water. I can't go too deep in water without that really, really hurting. So I think that's what grommets is. Um, grommets is also, uh, I think surf lifesaving call kids grommets. So that's, you know, that's, you know, that's another fact. Um, and it also sounds like maybe a grommet sounds like something like maybe if a baby had food all over their face and body, you know, they didn't eat it very well. I'd be like, ah, you grommet, something like that. Maybe that's just, uh, maybe that's, you know, maybe that's a thing. Maybe it's not, but we can make it a thing. Um, shit, man. Let's, uh, let's get into sports real quick. Now, Maker Maker, the number one recruit out of high school this year, basketball recruit, um, has committed to Howard University, which is an HBCU. And HBCU is a historically black college or university. Um, now, the reason behind this is instead of going to, you know, Duke or North Carolina or one of these fucking... You know, and Duke's also in, uh, I think North Carolina, and you know that's a you know that's a slave state, bro. I mean, I guess all the slave states probably are, but you know, instead of giving to these rich schools, a historically black college or university can benefit from your name. You know, if you're not, you go to college and you're not making any money off your name, the NCAA and the school are, you know, selling tickets and shit. Why not give back to our own people? 
at HBCU. So he's hoping that kids like Mikey Williams, another great recruit coming out of high school this year, he's hoping that he can start the movement of black recruits signing to HBCUs, which I think is fantastic. Number one recruit going to Howard University. And let me tell you this, Howard actually recruited me and I didn't go there. So that's, you know, that's my own problem. Um, do I regret it? I don't know. I've been, I've been thinking a lot, dude, about my college days. Um, and how like I had this idea of what college would be and how these would be the friends that I keep for the rest of my life and, and all this. And, you know, roommate Dan, of course, he's like family to me. And that's pretty much it, dude, out of all my my teammates. There's a few that I, I like, like Young Deck. I love Young Deck. Um, fucking Curtis Oakley, uh, nephew to Charles Oakley. Uh, shit, really, they're, they're probably the main ones. Like, they're the only ones I really talk to. And Curtis Oakley, he's a friend of the show. But, like, if you want to really get into it, I don't really have people from my team that that I fuck with anymore. And that might be part of the, I think I talked about when me and Corey took that trip to, oh, and obviously Corey, but I was friends with Corey before college. But when me and Corey took that trip back to America, I think it was two years ago, um, just had some issues with some of these cats, man. And I mean, Frank welcomed us into his home and let us stay with them. And that was, that was great. But then I, I sent Frank a message a while back. He didn't respond. Uh, and some of these other cats, man, that, that, that we were hanging out with during that time fucking really pissed me off. The, the way that they are, the, who they are, who they think they are, that type of shit. Um, so honestly, fuck that. Yeah. College, college didn't end up being what I thought it was going to be for me. When I was young, I thought it was going to be my stepping stone into the NBA that ended up being unrealistic. Then I thought, you know, how a dope career and, you know, play in Europe. That didn't really happen. I came home, played in, you know, uh, the NBL a little bit, not even much. And then the Seabull for two seasons. And that was my pro career done, man. That's, you know, I fucking miss basketball. It's fucking, it hurts, dude, how much I miss it. I look at pictures and shit all the time. And I miss it. I miss, I miss being in that kind of shape. I miss the feeling of playing with my team, going to battle. I miss... I miss making buckets. I miss the crowd roaring, man. I just miss it, dude. I miss it. Do I regret going to Bryant? I don't know. Who knows what my story would have been? It could have been worse. So no, I don't think I regret it. But, you know, I didn't like people look back. Corey looks back with fond memories of college, man. I just fucking, I look back to a whole lot of bullshit, I think, to be honest with you, man. But yeah, HBCUs, bro. That's the move, hopefully. Uh, The Washington Redskins are considering changing their name because um, racism matters all of a sudden in 2020. Uh, Redskin is obviously a slur for Native Americans, uh, as is Indians, apparently. So I wonder if Cleveland Indians are going to have to change their name. It's, It's all pretty wild and soft. Uh, now I'm wondering if they changed their name from the, to, from the skins to, you know, the, the dinosaurs or something. Are people going to still rock their old school shit? Cause that's vintage at that point, right? Is it racist to rock a Redskins Jersey to a dinosaurs game? I don't think so. Uh, I think, I think you got to rock your Jersey, man. I think you got to rock it. Like, that's some vintage shit, dude. You know, wearing the pinstripe Bulls jersey. How often do you see that shit? You know, wearing a um, Washington Bullets jersey, even though they're the Wizards. You know, so I think I think you can still rock your merch, your current merch with the new name if they change it. Just saying, that's just, you know, that's just me. And no one really, you know, honestly gives a fuck about what I have to say, dude, but... Um, yeah, that's all for sports today. Let's get into some poor posture of the week. Poor posture of the week. Now, I've, I've played the song and I haven't, 
I haven't pulled I haven't pulled the emails up yet. So I'm just logging into the emails here. And what have we got? Um, a lot of you guys, yeah. A lot of some of this is just news as well. I think. Um, yeah, some of you guys are just sending in news. Like there's a there's a story here from India. A family cooks marijuana as a vegetable and eats it, thinking it was fenugreek. Now I don't really know what fenugreek is, but I'll tell you this: Can you even like to extract the THC from from marijuana when you cook it? It takes hours and hours and hours. So they must have been slow cooking. Uh, shit. What do we got here? Bandits get away with traffic camera the weight of a moose. So you guys, I just don't know if you if you really understand in poor posture. And okay, now this now this is poor posture. Jogger caught pooing on the street and forced to carry it with bare hands. And honestly, whoever made whoever made this motherfucker have to carry this shit. <laughs> round of applause, bro. Round of applause. Let's, um, oh shit. That's a coffee cup. Sorry guys for the, God damn it. Amateur hour. Let's have a look at this here. Carrying his shit with his bare hands. I wonder if there's a video. Um, what have we got here? Oh, who sent this in? Lucas. I think if you're so desperate for a shit that you have to do it somewhere in public, then you probably deserve a pass if it's not in the middle of a, field or something because it must have been a serious situation for you to stoop so low but apparently not everyone thinks that way judging by this video from over in australia oh this is our people this is our people um the video comes from cctv of some joint where a guy is literally taking a dump in the middle of the day next to a dumpster unfortunately for him he was caught by someone coming out of the door and then massively berated and forced to carry his turn home with him with his bare hands. Uh, all right, let's let's have a look at this fucking video. Wally, Wally, run Wally, Wally, run Squeeze him, squeeze him, run Wally. Take up, take up your bum, my clout. You take up. You can't carry him away. Take up your shit out of the shop. Oh. <laughs> yeah, dog. <laughs> no. Hey. All right. So the guy that opened the door seems African. He doesn't even seem to be speaking in English. So I'm wondering if this is really from Australia or if this guy, who was it again? Lucas. Um, actually, actually thinks this is Australia. I wonder if he knows what he's talking about really, but yeah. Um, see, Rachel's got ulcerative colitis and she does, she does some public shits sometimes. I think I've told the story of her shitting on the beach. Um, and if I was with her and she shit and someone told her to pick it up, I would, I would stick up for her and tell them to go fuck themselves. But this dude didn't put up a fight at all. He just picked, he just basically pulled his pants up, picked up his shit and took away, took off. And he looked mad shameful, son. Mad shameful. I feel sorry for him, but hey, uh, even though it might be, he might have ulcerative colitis or whatever, or irritable bowel syndrome or Crohn's disease or some shit. Um, let's be real, bro. Let's be real. Regardless of your condition, your posture's fucked up if you got to squat and take your shit in public, dude. And when you pick it up with your bare hands, bro, that's some, that's some real Rona shit. That's some real Rona shit, bro. You look fucking crazy, son. Dude looks like a number six. Now that's good. Thank you, Lucas, for sending that shit in. Um, man arrested after smuggling 14 grand in groin area. And I don't know if that's poor posture who sent this in. Don. And that's the name of the guy that fucked my car up too. Don. Fuck that. But we've actually had Don Smith on the Welcome to the Potty podcast before. Uh, shout out to Don Smith, friend of the show. Um, man arrested after smuggling 14 grand in the groin area. Now, I, I, I gotta say, if I've got 14 grand cash, dude, 
I'll smuggle it however I can. I don't I don't think I can call that poor posture, bro. I'll smuggle that shit. I'll smuggle that shit, boy. You take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. Take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. It's a stack of fuck shit on top of itself, nigga. Alright, so Seattle teens find a suitcase stuffed with human remains and post the video to TikTok. And I've seen this. I've actually seen this video on TikTok. One of the boys sent it through to me. Um, so... Uh, I'll, uh, anyway, I'll give you this guy, Connor, someone named Connor sent this into the emails, but I actually saw this first from, I believe maybe could have been Chiz or Scott, maybe, maybe even Chad, maybe Luda, you know, one of those guys, Steve, maybe who knows, but Connor sent it to the welcome to the potty email address. Welcome to the potty.com. Welcome to the potty at gmail.com. Um, yeah, but I've seen this video and it's just like a suitcase washed up on like rocks at a beach sort of area. And they open it. They said it smells terrible. Um, and then there's, there's a garbage bag in it and they call the cops. Uh, and yeah, it was a, it was a body dude. So that's pretty wild. That is pretty wild. That makes me want to watch some murder mysteries on Netflix, to be honest with you, bro. But, um, yeah, that's some, that's some fuck shit, dude. What else? Um, uh, oh yeah, in Dubai, someone ordered mangoes to be home delivered and they rocked up in a, a Lamborghini, dude. Lambos delivering, bro, a Lambos delivering fruit? Dude, that, now that's money, bro. That's money. And maybe I need to start doing Uber Eats or something if I want to, you know, buy a Lambo. But what am I going to do? Park my fucking Lambo on the road and have some dude's fucked up van reverse into it fuck dings in a lambo bruh imagine that um oh this is some fuck shit right here dude the opera reopened in barcelona and the because of coronavirus instead of people being in the audience it was plants and that's some real tree hugging shit bruh i just don't really know i just don't really know that that's necessary dude it seems mad extra like wild extra dude like like what what are you doing dude what are you doing i, I don't i actually don't know what to say about it. It, it it is fuck shit it's just like you had to pay people really to to bring that shit in there to to bring all those plants to fill a fucking theater like just don't don't reopen it you know, you're not selling tickets, are you? So don't reopen it. And the money that you paid people, like put that to, you know, first responders dealing with COVID or something. Like, what are you doing, bro? That is some fuck shit. Um, and then this one here, this is interesting. And this one's coming from someone called Luke. Uh, we've had a Lucas and a Luke today, but let's have a look at this. New York City's hottest sex club is having or socially distanced orgies. Now, I didn't know that you could have sex clubs in, in New York. I thought that was like strictly Amsterdam or something. As New York City emerges from lockdown and enters into phase two of reopening Monday, a Soho sex club is navigating how to get down and dirty while still staying squeaky clean and coronavirus free. In order for the members only group called NSFW, which stands for the New Society for Wellness, um to open their clubhouse doors again, they've rolled out an assortment of new rules and regulations that take the risk out of risque. God, that's corny. Man, that is so fucking corny, bruh. Man, you corny! Um, the post has learned, uh, we had to figure out how to do this in the safest way possible where no one feels at risk or in danger but can still enjoy themselves. Uh, whose job is as chief conspirator of a club? Drafted additional safety precautions himself, including mandatory temperature checks at the door, bringing a separate change of clean clothes in a plastic bag, wearing a mask and gloves, using sanitation stations throughout the space. And of course, no new sex, which means you can't hook up with anyone besides the partner you came with. Hey, why would I, if I, you know, if I just want to have sex with Rachel, why would I go to a club to do it? You know, 
Ah, oh, people are into that shit, man. People are into that shit. Me, I'm private. I don't want public sex. You know, I think the most public kind of sex I've got is like, you know, I had a hand job on the back of a bus once. Overnight trip. It was it was about a 24-hour bus trip, actually. And I was sitting next to a girl named Hannah and she had a boyfriend at the time and she jerked me off at the back of the bus, which was, you know, that was pretty fun. Um, not sure if I've actually told anyone about that because, you know, she had a boyfriend, so I kept it to myself. This was about 14 years ago though. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's list of this fuck shit, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Um, do we have, oh dude, let's do, um, what's it called? Would you rather? Hell no. Alright, um, what have you motherfuckers got for me today? Would you rather eat a banana shaped like an apple or an apple shaped like a banana? I gotta tell you dude, I'm not into apples lately because they're all GMO, right? And I think the GMO is fucked with their skin. It's got thick skin all the time. And I don't like that. I've got to, if I'm gonna eat an apple, I've gotta peel it. Um, obviously got to peel bananas, but, um, I'd take, I'd take a mini banana rather than a large apple, I think. So thank you for that, Sean. Uh, would you rather have, have your ideal looks or be an extremely good conversationalist? Oh shit. Oh shit. And this is from Jules, which, um, that could be a man or a woman or a boy or a girl, or maybe even non-binary. Um, ideal looks or an extremely good conversationalist. Uh, well, let me tell you this. I've only got one of those at the moment and that's my conversation skills, which I also think are probably subpar at times. Probably better at my, better at conversational skills by myself on a podcast than, than you know, with a person. But, um, dude, ideal look. So I'll take conversation, man. Take conversation. Oh, what's this? Just got a notification. That's right. Can deal with that later. Uh, I'll take conversation. Thank you, Jules. Um, would you rather be able to teleport, but only as far as you can walk or be able to run, but only as fast as whatever you can see? As fast as whatever you can see or as far? Who's this from? Ashley. I hope this is a boy, Ashley, because I, I don't want to be you know, too hateful towards women, but I think you're an idiot, Ashley, because there's only as fast as what I can see. So what if I can't see anything living like an animal or, or cars or nothing? Then I'm not able to run at all. I have to walk until I can see something that moves, like a bird or something. Is that the question or did you do a typo? Fuck you, Ashley. Next. Would you rather have a farm or a factory? Oh, well, that's so much fun. That's so much fun. Derek, um, dude, I'd take a farm for real. Yeah. I love animals. I'd take horses for walks, feed them. I'd grow so much shit, dude. Uh, all the veggies, fruits I could have. I basically have that here. If I had bigger fence, I probably would get a couple of livestock to be honest with you. Um, would you rather have no fears or be able to give people fears? No fears. Why would I want to give people fears, man? And that's from Wyatt. Wyatt. I don't want to give people fears. I would, and I don't want to have fears. So I definitely have no fears. That's easy. Uh, would you rather live to 50 and be able to eat anything you want or live to 100, but only ever eat vegetables? 50, no questions asked, bro. I'm a big food guy and I want to fucking eat whatever I feel like. And I guess that's that's a very realistic question because I feel like most people that do eat whatever they want until they're 50 will die at about 48. Um, keep your eyes peeled for Lizzo, big fat Lizzo. She'll probably die at around 48 years old or 36 maybe. She is very fat. Um, would you rather watch TikTok all day or listen to all Cardi B songs for a day? Give me Cardi B, dude. Uh, I'm not a big TikTok guy and I fucked my algorithm up by liking a couple of hot chicks dancing. So now all I get is hot chicks dancing, but it's so basic and annoying. I don't even open the app anymore. So um, let me listen to Cardi B who I would, dude, oh, 
I fucking love Cardi B. I know she got she's got fake ass, fake titties, fake nails, fake eyelashes, whatever. She's fucking. She's a bad bitch, dude. Bad bitch. Um, anyway, that TikTok question was from Lance. What else we got here? Would you rather have beautiful eyes and an unattractive nose or beautiful nose and unattractive eyes? Um, I don't know what un- unattractive eyes are. You know, even even big, even like big brown eyes, I think are beautiful. Eyes are just beautiful, dude, I feel. I don't know if I've seen anybody's eyes and been like, ew. Um... So I'd take the beautiful nose, bro, and unattractive eyes because I don't think unattractive eyes exist. How's that sound? And that is from Jennifer. Um, would you rather eat poop-flavored chocolate or chocolate-flavored poop? Uh, poop-flavored chocolate, dude, just because I think I'd maybe get, like, ill. I'd probably get ill if I ate poop, even if it tasted nice. Even though eating chocolate that tastes like shit... At least I know that it's just, you know, dairy. You know what I'm saying? Um, Even though it tastes like shit, dude. I'll probably eat it with my nose blocked or something. I don't know. You guys are fucking... These guys... These ones are mad boring this week. There's nothing about, like, you know, fucking your mom or nothing like that. Would you rather eat a fully burnt steak or fully raw steak for the rest of your life? i got to go raw. Burnt steak... Dude, it almost takes me my whole life to even eat one bite of burnt steak. I'll take that raw shit, to be honest. I don't think it's that bad for you. Um, would you rather eat a handful of sand or eat 10 ants? 10 ants, dude, easy. And I've probably done that in my life already. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that's protein and sand is just, you know, crunchy shit in your mouth, dude. Would you rather be stuck in your country for the rest of your life or be banned from your country for the rest of your life? Stuck, dude. I love Australia. I love Australia, Anthony. Uh, Would you rather never have sex for the rest of your life or never eat Italian food for the rest of your life? Okay, now this is from someone who goes by the name Felix, which just seems like a lie. But um, now I just talked about how I love food and Italian is one of the best. You know, you're talking pizza, you're talking pasta, uh, cannoli, um, you know, many fish dish, many a fish dish. Um, or sex, never have sex again. Hmm. If I say that, that's pretty offensive towards Rachel, but Italian food, bro, you gotta, you know, you gotta Italian food. It's Italian food for the rest of your life. If you will never get to eat Italian food for the rest of your life, but you have the best to say. You'll have the best sex for the rest of your life. This doesn't even say the best sex. It just says have sex. If I'm having sex as frequently as I am now with only one person. See, dude, nah, this gets offensive. This gets personal. So I'm going to say never eat Italian food, bro. Even though I love Italian. Um, all right. One more. One more. Two more. Um... This one is from Dan. I know many are Dan, but would you rather fight Trump with an AR-15? So Trump's got an AR-15 or Putin with a pair of sickle and hammer? Uh, And you get the same weapon as your opponent. All right, bet. Trump. First off, Putin, I feel like Putin can fuck you up, dude. And I'm pretty sure he's good at close combat shit. Trump, honestly, I think he's weak. I think he's mentally handicapped. Um... Him with an AR-15 is dangerous, but I don't think it's dangerous for who he's aiming at, bro. I don't think he can hold that thing straight. I'd take him out. I think I'd pull the trigger before him. I'm stronger than him. My finger, you know, my finger would... I think I'd pull the trigger harder than him, quicker than him, and put him down. I'd put him down. So, uh, thanks, Dan. One more. Um, And this is from Benjamin. Would you rather take a 24... Uh, 24. Would you rather take a $20 bill that has fallen in a f- toilet full of dedication or flush it away? Um, Listen to this, Ben. Now, if you mean defecation, um, I'll probably, I'll probably, like, I'll probably grab that shit to be honest with you. And if it was, if it was full of dedication, bro, I would probably, I would take, 
I would take the $20 bill and I'll probably try and take some of that dedication as well with it. You feel me? Um, a toilet full of dedication doesn't scare me, bro. And a pocket full of defecation also doesn't scare me. Um, you know, your $20 bill might smell. You put some, you know, you put some Purell on that bitch after you wash it, you Purell it, maybe spray a little bit of, um, you know, Tom Ford on that shit and it's going to be fine. 20 bucks, you know, 20 bucks isn't life changing, but I'm not going to flush that, you know? Shit, I see $20 in a, in a pile full of shit. I'm picking up $20, bro. Are you kidding? You're going to let a little bit of shit stand between you and $20. Don't be stupid, bro. Don't be fucking stupid, man. Um, that's, that's what you rather, bro. Uh, and we do have some clays reviews for you today. Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes. This segment is Clay's Reviews. Alright, now, I watched um, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, from uh, 2017. Starring The Rock, Kevin Hart, and Jack Black. And um, some, like, reasonably good-looking red-headed girl. Uh... Uh, Jack Black stole the show. I thought very funny. He was playing like a, a, a teenage girl had taken over his body. Oh, sorry. I'm yawning. And that was, that was funny to me. He was actually very good at that. Um, he's, he's a great actor regardless. Uh, I love Jack Black. Um, Kevin Hart was good. In it. I didn't think he was as much of a clown as he usually is. And you know, you guys know that him, he's, Clown shit is what gets me. Like, I thought he was more of a person, dude. He wasn't just like doing like that shit where he repeats the same shit. Uh, I don't know. Kevin Hart can get on my nerves sometimes, but he didn't in this. I enjoyed it, man. I had fun. It was a fun movie. It made me laugh. It was easy to watch. It was cute. Whatever, man. Um, nostalgic a little bit. I liked how it was a video game instead of a board game in this one. Um... Tom Hanks's son, not Chet, not Chet the Hanks, man. It was the other one was also in it. Daniel? No, I don't know. Um, but he was in it very briefly, but, um, yeah, seven, dude, seven. And I know, I fucking know about the sevens, but dude, dude, if a, if a studio can make a mediocre movie and make millions of dollars, they're going to do it instead of spending more money on it, you know? So most films are sevens, to be honest with you. Um, I watched White Lines on Netflix. I watched both of these on Netflix. Uh, White Lines is a series um, and it's about, you know, some DJ dies and his sister uh, 20 years later goes to find out what really happened to him because he got murdered, right? Um, well, they didn't know that he got murdered, but then she found out that he got murdered 20 years later. And then she went, she went to Ibiza to find out what really happened. Uh, and she was frustrating as fuck. She was gorgeous. Um, she had, she had a little, uh, little bit of a butt on her, but no titties and that's fine, bruh. And I'm, that's me just objectifying, but, um, she was, she was cute. Um, the... Her brother, her dead brother's best friend, I thought was a great actor who I'd never seen before. There was subtitles, so Rachel got some reading practice in. Um, I would say 6.5. I, you know, it just didn't... You know how, like, when you watch, like, a murder mystery type shit and you're like, oh, he did it. Oh, no, he did it. It didn't... It didn't leave enough clues or, or like, sort of uh, miss misdirections or anything like it didn't make you sort of jump around it just sort of yeah i don't know it could have been written better i thought the acting was decent cool story cool scenery cool sets um but yeah that it just could have it could have been written a bit better i thought 6.5 for white lines and last night i watched the five bloods um, which is a, a Spike Lee joint. It's also on Netflix. Came out during this Black Lives Matter shit. 
Um, honestly, it looked like it could have been put together uh, over the last couple of months. Do you know what I mean? Like it had a lot of clips. He used a lot of like old clips in it. Nah, it, it, it definitely was put together well, man. It was put together well. Um, it explored so many different things. It explored, uh, okay, obviously I've, I've said Black Lives Matter. So it explores being a black man, but in, in, de- in different circumstances, like the perception of blackness in in war, in history, in humanity, in in heroism, in fatherhood. Um, it just yeah, it explored blackness and what it means to be black in today's society and back in Vietnam, the Vietnam War. Um, it explores. Uh, PTSD, uh, uh, war, it explores war, man, obviously, it, it explores a, a father-son relationship, it explores friendship, uh, it's violent, it's very violent, almost to the level of Tarantino kind of violence, like very gory, uh, which I, you know, some people can't watch that, but for some, I don't know. I like it. I feel like effort goes into it. It's not, you know, it's not easy to do that shit to make blood squirt and, and all of that. It, yeah. I like, I kind of, you know, I dig it. You know, I'm not like a masochist or anything, but I don't know. I think it takes a lot of work to do that. I like to see it in movies. Um, yeah, dude, it, it was, um, it was a journey. It was a journey. The score, the score was phenomenal. Um, Ma- Marvin Gaye, mostly, or maybe, maybe even exclusively Marvin Gaye. Um, you know, I thought about it this morning. I watched it last night and I thought about it this morning. I thought, oh, you know, six or whatever, like it was kind of slow, but it was, it was actually slow in a way where it, it was taking you somewhere. It was taking you on a journey. Um, and it was, yeah, it relates so much to my work too. It relates so much to my, my job with PTSD and all this. So it was, a, it was, it made me cry. It reminded me a lot, like the, the father-son relationship was fractured. Um, and mine with my dad is not, but it's still, I don't know. The relationship still reminded me of me and my old man, um, mainly because the actor looked kind of like in the face, like he doesn't look just like my dad, but his facial features enough. Like he's got like a permanent frown, which my dad has. Um, his nose is the same or similar to my dad. He look. he just reminded me of my dad and you know, my dad's an angry man. I think I talked about this a couple weeks ago on the show. When I get a bit of anger from my dad, so I think um, the PTSD and this guy kind of reminded me of my dad's anger a little bit. So it was, yeah, it was a lot to process. Um, there was there was a part uh, where I cried. There was a part where I cried. I won't say what part it was because, um, yeah, we don't want to give shit away. We don't do spoilers, but. Yeah, so this morning, last night I thought, fuck, that's a, you know, that's like an eight, you know? Then this morning I slowed down and I was like, oh, that's like a six. And then just talking through it again right now, I think my initial, I think my initial thought was right. So I'm going to go with eight. I'm going to go with eight for Da Five Bloods. And that is Da, D-A, five, number five, Bloods, B-L-O-O-D-S. That's on Netflix. Um, if you've had enough of, black, if you're, you know, one of these white people that doesn't get it, and you've had enough of Black Lives Matter and shit, maybe you won't want to watch it, or maybe you will. Maybe you want to educate yourself on um, some of the just how far back police brutality goes, because it does explore that as well. So, um, perfect timing for this film to come out. Honestly, to be honest with you, to be frank. Um, 
have a quick look here if there's any uh, advice emails. Yeah. We that need to no move problem. Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. All right. Oh, this one is intense. How long is it? And this is from... Do, 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 do. Who's, who is it? Okay, uh, this is um, from Esther. I'm, I'm only, I'm only going to do this one because it's a little bit, it's like medium. It's not too long for me to not do. It's just long enough for, for me to want to read it because of the subject line. So from Esther... Friend's dad asked me if I wanted to have sex. Good God. You know what I've got to say about that? Straight the fuck up, bruh. Hell no. Till the no, no, no. Hell till the no. An old friend asked me if I wanted to go out on a boat ride with her dad. I said, sure. Thinking we could have a low key day on the water. I didn't realize how creepy her dad was until I got to her house and he started commenting on my body and how I got fat. Oh God, it's not nice. Throughout the day, her dad continued to make negative, tone-deaf comments about my looks, intelligence, and life in general. I was getting fed up and started pushing them to go home. Also, my friend never stepped in and told her dad to shut up. She was normalizing his behavior by saying stuff like, that's just how he is. Um, on the ride home, he kept pushing me to sleep over at their place, which I was uncomfortable with doing so. I said no. At one point, we stopped to get food, and while my friend was inside going to the washroom, her dad asked me if I wanted to have sex, to which I said a stern no. I was incredibly disgusted and uncomfortable. The only thing on my mind at that point was to get home away from these people. To add insult to injury, my friend also kept taking side jabs at me. She, she made sure to make her compliments slightly insulting on, in nature. During the car ride, I told her that I'm going to call a friend to come pick me up. And her response was, I thought you only had two friends. Wow, she's a, she sounds nice. I was wondering what kind of parallel universe I was in at that moment because what the fuck? I couldn't understand how people could be so negative and it just really shocked me and angered me more than anything. During the last bit of the ride home, he called me a shy, depressed girl, to which I said, I don't appreciate these comments as they are rude and make me uncomfortable. My friend started making excuses for her dad's behavior by once again saying that it's the way that he is. I told her that it doesn't make what he's doing okay. She then said to her dad, well, I know you can be a dick, but I had a great day even if some people didn't think so. Jesus Christ. I never got out of the car as fast as I did. I never texted her when I got home and deleted her number immediately. Wow. Okay, fair enough. I've never been so disgusted in my life where it was to a point that I had nightmares about it. Should I confront my friend about her dad and tell her that he asked me to have sex or just ghost her without explanation? I should add that both my friend and I are 27 and her dad is 65. Okay, well, I'm happy you put the ages in there because for a minute I was thinking you were like 15 um, because that's how, that is how immature your friend seems. Um, 65 is, I mean, you know, that's legal. He found you attractive. He's a sicko though. Like the way he was speaking to you isn't okay. Um, I don't think you need to speak to your friend. If you, you've already deleted your friend's number. So I don't, I'm not really sure how you think you're going to contact her Facebook or something probably. But um, if you're happy not speaking to this person ever again, uh, it's not like her dad's a predator. He's just a piece of shit. Um, so I just leave it. If you're, if you're done with her, be done with both of them and just let them live their wild life. Really? That's, yeah, that's all I've got to say about that. But, um, yeah, so not really heaps of advice. Just live your life, man. And, uh, at least the people got a little bit of entertainment, um, from this creep. And I also want to say just a quick comment about the, that's just how he is thing. Um, a lot of, you know, sexual harassment can be put down to that. Like, you know, people slapping girls on the ass or, um, how's it going toots or uh, I don't, I don't think people speak like that anymore, but, um, that's just how he is. Isn't that's not going to cut it. You feel me? Um, and I know I say wild shit on the potty, bro, but it's, it's the potty. I'm just, you know, I'm just exaggerating and doing wild shit, talking wild shit. 
Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not out there fucking. Dude, I don't even know. I don't even know what I say on here, but I don't think it's that wild. But I'm not out. I'm not out there in the streets doing wild shit. You know, I'm not out in there in the streets looking like a number six. Um, you know, touching bitches and taking shits by dumpsters and then carrying my own shit home. You feel me? So I'm not the enemy here. Um, but yeah, this old man sort him out. Um, you know what to do, man. It's a welcome to the potty podcast, bro. Follow us on everything. Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, tell a friend to tell a friend, hit that fucking share button, hit the like button. Um, you know, we had someone talk shit on a post that I did calling me disabled and I, I had to roast him. I had to roast that motherfucker. You don't talk shit about me, bro. Not when you look like a turnip, you know, top heavy and white. You feel me? Um, and that, you know, was that racist? I don't know. I don't think I can really be racist if you haven't ever been oppressed or felt anything like that. You little fucking turnip boy. Um, Follow us on everything. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Buy a t-shirt. Sign up to Bet With Joel. Betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty. Enter promo code potty exclusive 50. Welcome to the potty.com for your t-shirts and more stuff. There's more stuff coming very, very soon. I'm very excited about it. I don't want to announce it until it's actually there. Um, I love you guys. Make sure you love yourselves. This is Welcome to the Potty. And as always... Bang bang. Baby, welcome to. Baby, welcome to.